The Ranger Ryan Show. we knew that some sort of Jerry Burkheimer film was going to make it into the talks here. And of course, we're going to talk about Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, which is a 2003 American fantasy swashbuckler film. And uh, it's the first film in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. And arguably, you know, one of the best, really. I mean, usually the first ones are are some of the best. It is uh, based, we're going to go with loosely based, on the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction at Disney theme parks. In no way would you ride this ride, Pirates of the Caribbean, and be like, they should make a movie about this, this ride. Disney's gotten to a point where they used to make rides based off of films. And now we're at a point, and I guess it kind of started here in 2003, when we're making movies based off of lame rides. And when I say lame, I do mean it. I do actually mean it. It is a pretty, pretty slow ride. Uh, the story follows Jack Sparrow, played by Johnny Depp, uh, blacksmith Will Turner, played by Orlando Bloom, and Elizabeth Swan, played by Kieran Knightley, from the cursed crew of the Black Pearl, captained by Hector Barbosa, played by Jeffrey Rush. Obviously, when you have a cast like this, it's going to be a pretty, a pretty epic little movie. You know, uh, Jeffrey Rush, I've always been a huge fan of. And, you know, Johnny Depp is somebody we're going to be talking about a lot, I'm afraid, when it comes to fantasy films. It's kind of, for some reason, you know, kind of something he's done a lot of. Uh, Keira Knightley and uh, Orlando Bloom. I mean, Orlando Bloom obviously has uh, his own little corner of the fantasy genre. But I think I think this is probably the only Keira Knightley film I'll be talking about, which is fine. I like Keira Knightley. I think that she uh, has a very interesting body of work, and this film is actually probably you know it's one of the the kind of smaller roles, honestly, she's played. And when it comes to the film, um, you know, it was fun. It was exciting. The music was. Absolutely amazing. And it really is just kind of a fun movie to watch. And the characters are extremely memorable. We've seen these characters return time and time again uh, for sequel after sequel. And I think I think I'm done. You know, I'm done. I'm done with it. Uh, I was I was good. Uh, 
even though I did like uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, but the, I, I would have been okay if it was a one-off. You know, I probably wouldn't have been okay with it. Are they making like five Jungle Cruise movies as well? Or I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, obviously, the biggest character uh, is Jack Sparrow. Uh, the character was originally written for Hugh Jackman. And that's kind of why uh, the character's name is Jack Sparrow, because it was supposed, <laughs> supposed to be played by Hugh Jackman. Uh, however, he was not uh, well known outside of uh, Australia. So Disney cast the more famous Depp as Jack. Can you imagine Hugh Jackman not being famous, first of all? In my, I, I, I could have so worn. In 2003, Hugh Jackman was famous, right? Maybe I'm just kind of... Maybe I'm, I'm mixing things, because I'm pretty sure he was around, you know? And can you imagine? Can you imagine him as Jack Sparrow, you know? I think it would have been a totally different character. You know, eccentric, sure. Yeah, he did Kate and Leopold in 2001. Van Helsing in 2004. This movie came out in 2003. So you mean, you know, he would have he would have been something. I mean, he's no no Johnny Depp, but I don't think Hugh Jackman would have decided to base his performance on Keith Richards. <laughs> right? I think it would have been a very different uh, a very different Jack Sparrow. Now, Captain Barbosa, who I think was an excellent choice um, with Jeffrey Rush, that was actually the second choice. And you would not believe me if I told you, but I'm going to anyway. And you do need to believe me just because this is a fact, right? Uh, the first choice was Robert De Niro. And he turned it down because of previous pirate films flopping in the box office. So he didn't want to be part of a flop. And let me be the first one to tell you that if he played Captain Barbosa, this film absolutely would have been a flop. Absolutely. So good on him for deciding not to be in a flop because he would have, in fact, been the one to cause it. And I think that Jeffrey Rush did an amazing job, a uh, much better actor anyway. Orlando Bloom is Will Turner. Uh, there were a lot, a lot of people who wanted to uh, be a part of this role. So we had Tobey Maguire, and that would have been an epic fail. <laughs> think about all the other choices. Toby Maguire is Will Turner. We got Robert De Niro is the evil captain. And then we have Hugh Jackman as the eccentric Jack Sparrow. Oh my. Toby Maguire, Jude Law, Ewan McGregor, Christian Bale, and Heath Ledger were considered for the role. I could see Heath Ledger doing it. None of the others. Uh, we do know that Tom Hiddleston auditioned for the role. And maybe. Maybe uh, Bloom read the script 
after Jeffrey Rush, whom he was working on uh, with Ned Kelly, uh, and he actually suggested the role to him. And thank goodness, because any of those other actors would have been a complete and utter disaster. And it's not that, you know, Orlando Bloom's like the greatest actor in the world. It's it's a different movie. It's a different movie if it's Tobey Maguire trying to, you know, save his dad from Robert De Niro. It's a totally different film. And it actually probably, it probably would have, you would have felt that, you know, would have felt like a parody. Anyway. Keira Knightley just uh, auditioned, traditional audition for the film. So uh, they didn't really have anyone in mind. Uh, She just really impressed uh, in the audition. So she got the job on her own merit, which I appreciate. Uh, There's a lot of supporting characters in the film that, uh, you know, really took a lot of the spotlights and uh, comedic performances and whatnot. And it's really just... A fun time, and fun time had by all. Uh, Ted Elliott uh, was allegedly writing a George Lucas-produced animation uh, film adaptation of The Curse of Monkey Island, uh, but it was canceled. Uh, This was canceled three years uh, before the release of The Curse of the Black Pearl. So Ron Gilbert, the creator of Monkey Island, Uh, has jokingly expressed bitterness towards the Pirate of the Caribbean, specifically the second film, for its similarities to the game. I don't know if you've ever played uh, Monkey Island, but I do do recommend it. And if you see the, uh, you know, the comparison, like we have a screenplay written by the same person who wrote a screenplay for a movie based off a game, and now he just kind of changed a few names and made a movie based off a theme park attraction, which actually gave him less context. So he actually had to write more to make it based off a, a ride than he would have if he was keeping the script and making it based off a video game. A lot less source material with uh, something based off of a ride with really no named characters. So not sure, not sure. What does the world have to say? You know, what are the reviews? 86% audience score, maybe a little high, maybe a little high. Uh, I guess an eight is okay, you know, eight out of 10. 86 is a little high. Uh, 79 from the professionals out there in the world. Uh, 79%, which is actually close to what I said in in 8. And 8 is very fair, uh, very kind. What do the reviews say? I'm going to read all the negative reviews first because that's the most fun. That is the most fun. Sydney Morning Herald, quote, It turns out to be slow and somewhat dull, as if it's trying to be something other than a good ride. End quote. And ironically, it's based off a ride that's not very good. So, hmm. Peter Travers, Rolling Stone, quote, buries its treasure, mainly Johnny Depp in eyeshadow, and dreads as Captain Jack Sparrow in briny cliches. 
Okay. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he does have a lot of eye makeup and dreadlocks, and uh, he is literally a, a walking cliche. Slate, quote, I'd say 85 minutes, this would have been a jolly little swashbuckler. But at 143, it turns into an unholy trial. It is a long one, isn't it? It's a long one, isn't it? Richard Roper from Ebert and Roper, 2003, quote, this movie is far too long, end quote. <laughs> it is, it is, a, it's a long one. It's a long one. Entertainment Weekly, quote, Pirates steams ahead on a mirthless course of script beats and busy action sequences. Coldly steered by director to the boom blast blare coordinates of producing Commodore Jerry Buckheimer. Washington Post, quote, isn't so much a pirate movie as it is the idea of a pirate movie. <laughs> Arizona Republic, quote, certainly pirates has its moments, but it's definitely no e-ticket. Denver Rocky Mountain News, quote, an overstated, unashamedly silly summer adventure. Ha ha ha. So silly. Ah, summer adventures. Uh, some, here, let me go to page two. There's like hundreds, which is, you know, we, we've, uh, we haven't run into this yet. Toronto Star, quote, There is much by way of noise, computer-generated action, big sets and breezy laughs, and practically nothing to intrude on your thought processes afterward. Yeah, it's a very mindless film, which I... I'm okay with. San Jose Mercury News, quote, Pirates of the Caribbean is a movie that you ride around in circles for two hours and 23 minutes until at last it brings you back where you began, exhausted and a lot dizzier. All right, what else we got? San Francisco Chronicle, quote, A monotonous, repetitive spectacle of endless shipboard sword fights and pirate ghosts in the moonlight. New York Post, quote, Pirates of the Caribbean tends to overstay its welcome. End quote. L.A. Times, quote, As forgettable as a bad day in the Disneyland parking lot. End quote. Detroit News, not Detroit News. Detroit News, quote, Surprisingly dull. End quote. And a lot of these reviews, um, that'll be the last one I read. I love everything out of Detroit. Um, a lot of these reviews, I think, led up to the sequel being so over the top. And that's a shame because, you know, sometimes there's a, a little bit of elegance in subtlety. And when you have... Uh, the sequel of this film, and they continually get more and more over the top. This one is kind of refreshing, looking back, uh, because they're, the the sequels just got out of control. And, you know, I, I think they're trying to do another one or something or other. Uh, and I, you know, I wish them the best, bless her heart, but I can't imagine it not being over the top. And 
even though personally over the top is an excellent film with Sylvester Stallone, but I don't think all movies need to be over the top. Now, if they put Sylvester Stallone in the new pirates, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm, I'll be on board for that. But, and, and in honesty, I'd rather watch the film over the top than, uh, than watch another pirates movie. So I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest here. Still a great fantasy franchise. You know, it's fun. It's uh, it's light, uh, but it gets dark and it gets silly. So you get what you get, I guess. So, you know, it is what it is. What other cliches can I throw in? All right, next time we're going to be talking about a fantasy film, some kind. And, uh, you know, I, I'll try to pick something I, I like a whole lot. We'll see if we can find one of those. And uh, until I do that, until I find one of those and put on the headset and record these little episodes, uh, do me a favor and uh, relax. Take it easy. See you next time. Be well.